Hi, and welcome to another episode of Melanated Words. I am your hostess, Jackie Boyd, and I want to thank you for joining a community that speaks freely and respectfully on an array of topics. I will be speaking on topics pertaining to my personal life and topics that I feel may affect the community in a mass way. I am striving to promote, educate, encourage, inspire, and relate to all my guests and listeners to the best of my ability. Please subscribe and feel free to submit any respectful opinions, concerns, or comments at any time. Perhaps you have a topic that you would like to hear being discussed, or you have a topic that you would like to share or for me to share. And if so, just email me at melanatedwords.podcast at gmail.com. Again, melanatedwords.podcast at gmail.com. I'm going to dive right into the topic of discussion today. Um, It's very near and dear to me. I'm very compassionate about the topic. Um, I may be ruffling a little bit through some papers because I want to make sure that I don't leave out any um, valuable information that I wish to share with you all. Um, I want to drop in and tell you the topic of discussion for me today is to talk about evicting people in the middle of the pandemic. Um, I feel like it's a public health crisis that's going to eventually worsen the disparities that we have going on now. So those of you that don't know already, we have a CARES Act in place and the CARES Act is, um, expected to expire within the next 10 days which is the end of this month so today is july 21st and by july 31st will be the last day that we will have the um cares act in place and for those of you that don't know what the cares act is it's the coronavirus aid relief and economic security act now this act was to um help with um, financial crisis for millions of Americans during the COVID virus. Um, I don't know if maybe they were expecting it to taper down or to be gone by now, but it actually has increased. A lot of the numbers have spiked. And as a result, I haven't heard of anything being said about what we're going to do about the CARES Act, about whether there's going to be extension or, you know, what's going to be put in place if there's a plan B to come in to assist a follow-up behind this CARES Act, but it covers over 12.3 million rental units. And that's 28% of nationwide stock of rental units. So that's just some of the information that I've just glanced and read. And it doesn't, let me say this, even though there's a CARES Act put in place, I'm sure there's some other um, resources put in place and I need to know what they are because I would like to share them here on Melanated Words, which is why I always try to promote my podcast or speak to others and tell them to listen. I use this platform as a resource or to allow others to gain knowledge. Um, or if they have something that they could give me to share with the communities or my listeners. Um, this is why I decided to both blog and podcast is because I want to one express my feelings in a way that I feel 
I can be free to express the way I would like. And two, I would like to educate, acknowledge um, resources or be able to relay resources so that others could um, learn from some things or learn some things to help them in any walk of life if I can help in any way. But back to um, the CARES Act, um, this act made it um, unlawful to evict renters living in a single family or multifamily properties financed by federal back mortgages and renters living in federal housing or those that are just living in apartment complex or even if you're renting a home. Now, I do know that people who own homes are facing um, crisis as well, and they have um, certain banks have things put in place for them as well. But everything is nearing an end. So what happens when um, things like this come to an end? What's our plan B what's put in place what are we going to do because now we have families that are not only going to be facing homelessness they don't know how they're going to educate their children because schools all schools aren't um, opening or some people just don't want to send their children back because of the pandemic and then you can't really say you're going to do it from home if you don't have a home to do um, virtual learning in Um, so that's going to be a tough thing um, the numbers probably will spike now if we have these millions of families that are out on the street. So, what do we do? I am passionate about it because, again, I, I speak on a lot of things on the podcast that are either relative to my life or past or you know, I find it to be something that really is important that needs to be discussed. I was homeless and um, not ashamed to say it, it, it happened. Um, it was during the end of my divorce or right after my divorce was finalized. I had to leave the home that my husband and I shared as um due to safety reasons. So it wasn't a choice. It was, um, I had to do it for safety reasons. And um, as a result of that, I think I am so thankful for my sister and brother-in-law for opening their home. My best friend, um, she opened her home and I had a lot of friends here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, One being a young lady that, um, you know, she was living with her mother and she knew that I was going through a situation, but she still said, you know, come, come stay here. You know, we'll make it happen. And we did. But I am thankful for that. But even more thankful that I don't have to face as many challenges. Um, as millions of people are going to face within the next 10 years. So that's um, not only trying to find a place, but you have to try to avoid and be as safe as possible while out there in the street, um, homeless. And when I say homeless, I may have had shelter, but it wasn't my own. So that's why I say it's homeless. But it gets worse when there are people that don't have others to 
fall back on or a place to go. And they are honestly um, without shelter at all, like nowhere to go. So what do we do with these people? What What is put in place? Is there a plan B? And many of you may be thinking, well, this is not my situation. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to be as concerned about it, but it may not be your situation. I just can't be that heartless. And it doesn't say that you're heartless. It's just that I don't have, um, I, I can't just turn away and not talk about it if it's on my mind. And even though it may not be you at this time, it doesn't mean that it couldn't be a family member that you don't know of or a friend that you don't know of. And even with the um, way things are going with people that buy homes or are in homes now and we're buying homes, that does not mean that our time won't come either. We have a lot of people that aren't essential workers, so they're out of work and they have no way of funding or no way of providing for a place to live. And these funds help them a lot. They either have been laid off or their companies went under, bankrupt, out of business, what have you, and they just don't have the funding. And if they're applying for unemployment, there are people that have been waiting for months months trying to get that unemployment and even if you speak on unemployment that only helps a little it, it, it's not going to pay rent um and i get it landlords banks they need this to help keep them afloat as well so i get both spectrums but it still doesn't mean that something doesn't need to be put in place So I'm going to try to look at some of the notes here. I jotted down. So if you hear me rustling a little bit, please forgive me. It's because I don't want to forget anything. I want to make sure that I share everything I can with you all as my listeners. Um, And this, again, is why I use this platform is so that we can get the word out. Um, And this is why I tell people to listen, because what I've missed I want people to be able to um, either email me or shoot me a message via the either the Facebook, Twitter, um, or Instagram, you know, any of those platforms. And I'll come back on here and I'll um, correct whatever I don't know or uh, add to um, additional resources so that we can make sure that everybody's in the loop. But I feel like that this crisis requires a large-scale government response. Like, um, we we really need to figure it out because, let's be honest here, this is ridiculous. Why is the economy being prioritized over the lives of millions? We got to figure it out. Um, I looked here for some resources and... I think I saw on a young lady's page on Instagram and she had some numbers. So, of course, she's been doing statistically, you know, 450,000 jobs have been lost. And that's just like some hotels and restaurants. 
And then she spoke on um, how the landlords will be allowed to evict, evict the renters after about three months. So at the end of this CARES Act, which would they started this three months ago, at the end of this CARES Act, they are allowed to evict. I don't know what they're going to do after, you know, what's the process, but they're going to be able to open the courts up, evict these families, and with the spike in in the coronavirus right now, it's only going to get worse if we got everybody out there um, trying to find a way to have shelter. Now, I think I saw a, you know, in most communities, in most neighborhoods or cities, they have some type of crisis assistance. Um, You may want to check with United Way. You want to check with, we here in Charlotte have crisis assistant ministries. We also have various churches. They have um, just different places, different things that aren't in place in certain communities and certain cities. All of them have something where you can try, even try to see if DSS can refer you to a, a place, Department of Social Services. So, and, and even with that, it may be a process to go through. I don't know the waiting period. I don't know the feedback. I don't know the turnaround time. I don't know how that works, but most places do have some type of um, public assistance where you could try to um, submit your documentation and they may ask you for a, a good bit but it, it, it will help you get some type of funding and I don't know what else you know to do after that and I don't know the protocol but most cities and states do I mean most cities and states yeah I was right have something in place um, to help but I don't know how long the funding is to last now, this is a, a public health crisis as well as just economic crisis because, you know, without housing, you have these people that can contract COVID and there are people that are, are, are passing away due to this virus. And with the spread of COVID, you know that it takes a minimum uh, physical, financial, emotional toll on families. So we we gotta try to help each other. Um, we can use our voice to advocate for help for these families. We can use our voice to advocate for those that are at risk. And this is a topic that should be talked about with everybody you know your colleagues your family your friends your co-workers just just try really hard to figure out I was hoping that maybe there would be something in place they eventually speak on where we can send some type of funding that we know that is legit and concrete because there are so many scammers going on now during this pandemic everybody trying to get some type of money in some scamming way but if it's a legit um way of of sending funding even if you have a dollar or two try to send it and maybe we could try to help in this manner um i 
try to post content, uh, talk on co- contents that will help uh, and let people know that I'm concerned and I, I understand and that I'm there. And this is why I, I use this platform for that. Things of this nature. So I don't know what we're going to do. Um, the CARES Act is ending in 10 days. People have already lost jobs. Businesses have already gone under. Unemployment is minimum. If anybody's getting it on time now, um, unemployment will not take care of a household. We got babies out here. It's not only affecting the, the, the family, the mom and dad, or the mom, or if you're in a single home, however you're living, it, it affects the whole family and mainly the children. It's, it's, it's doing a lot to hurt the children as well. So what are we going to do? Again, there are um, crisis assistant ministries and in, in some crisis ministries and some assistance in various, just about every town, every city. And I don't know if they've run out of funds, if there was the protocol for, but reach out, call DSS, reach out, um, Try to see if there's some type of, um, like a, a virtual group for your community that speaks on the, 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 speaks on the CARES Act and what are they going to do about the backup plan. And this is all I could share at this time because that's all I, um, know, but I'm going to continue to watch, um, the media, on TV, CNN, World News, Dateline, whatever I can that's that's concrete news. And also follow through, try to keep an ear in, out for whatever information I can share in regards to the situation. But we have 10 days and then we have a whole bigger problem here amongst the Americans. Again, my name is Jackie Boyd, and I want to thank you for listening to Melanated Words. Feel free to email me um, at melanatedwords.podcast at gmail.com. I also have uh, a Facebook page, and the Facebook page is um, Melanated Words. There's also the IG page, Instagram page I have, and the Instagram, I'm sorry, doing too much here, trying to read and talk at the same time, make sure I ain't leave anything out, I apologize. Melanatedwords.podcast is the Instagram page. I have a Twitter page, which is Melanated Words, and then the underscore line, so Melanated Words with an S, underscore line. And, um, just, yeah, Melanated Words podcast is my IG, Instagram. So there are platforms there that if you cannot share anything at this time, if you think of something and you want to shoot it to me, I'll jump back on here and I'll share whatever knowledge you have for me. I want to thank you all for listening. You all have a wonderful day. Be safe. Peace.